If you missed any part of the morning show with Johnny and Ken, well, this is where you can catch yourself up. Or if you just want to relive all of those award-winning moments, you can do that with this wonderful podcast. And it's made possible by our friends at Lake Michigan College. Connect to your future. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. It's the morning show on 94.9 WSJM. You know, with school starting up here very soon, and for some, uh, well, it's already started. I know uh, yesterday when I was getting my hair cut. Oh, you got your hair did. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, yeah, look at that. That looks very nice. Very Uh, nice. I I picked the wrong day to go because Uh it was when every kid was there to get their their first day of school haircut. <laughs> were they all crying, screaming? Well, a couple of their siblings were, and I was like, oh, geez, I guess yeah. I'll just hang around here for a little while and get my haircut because, you know, I'm running out of time. I need to get my haircut because I got back to school as well. Oh. Not really. Okay. But I just, I just want to be cool like all the kids. <laughs> but yeah, some good haircuts uh, they did, uh, and I think mine turned out all right. Um, but speaking of kids... Um, and going back to school, our school supply superhero, you can go to uh, WSJM.com and the WSJM app and sign up to win a $500 grant uh, that we will uh, drop off the uh, big check to you and uh, your classroom to help out with all those school supplies. So teachers, please sign up. Thanks to our friends at Honor Credit Union. Also kid related. It was kids day yesterday at the fair. Oh. So uh, we did not go to the fair because <laughs> we thought... Maybe not, because it's there's going to be a lot of families there, and See, it's going to be a busy, busy day at the fair. Would have been a perfect time. Load up on corn dogs, go over and watch the whatever the tilt a whirl replacement sure. thing is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, no? they, have, they have like a teacup thing or oh, something. Yeah, the teacup thing is fun. Yeah, but no, we. Uh, I think we're going to go to the fair probably today. Maybe sometime. I'm hearing indecision in there. It's either yeah, it's either going to be today or tomorrow or next year. You know, at least before Saturday. Yeah, we'll go at some point. (laughs) But uh, lots of things to get to this morning. You can. Who's what's going on tonight? Tonight is Wednesday, so that is I believe Craig Morgan is tonight. Yeah, I think that'd be a good show. Okay, I like Craig Morgan. Okay, I also like uh, Lee Greenwood. He's good. He's good. He's fun. Um, So yeah, they got a good lineup this year. Yeah. Um, other things in the news, uh, Donald Trump going to be, uh, having a, a press conference <laughs> yeah. or uh, is he just going to sp- speak or is he actually going to be able to answer, is he answering questions? And well, all that? I mean, technically it will be a press conference okay. because he, <clears throat> he has, uh, he'll confer with the press Okay, and he's invited them to, uh, I would assume it's going to be his golf course. It, Donald Trump yesterday sharing on the social media platform, Truth Social, that he is planning a news conference next week uh, because uh, this is in response to the grand jury in Georgia indicting him uh, and 18 allies on state charges stemming from his efforts to overturn the 2020 election in Georgia. The 41 count indictment was unsealed on Monday. Tuesday, the uh, former president shared on social media, he said this, quote, a large, complex, detailed, but irrefutable report on the presidential election fraud, which took place in Georgia, is almost complete. Oh. And will be presented by me, this is Donald Trump saying this, at a major news conference at 11 o'clock a.m. Monday of next week in Bedminster, New Jersey. Wow. Yeah. 
He so goes, he's going to counter with, <laughs> you, you bring out this indictment, you unseal this, I'll unseal my other he, documents. He's got his own courtroom. Uh, wow. Based on, he goes on to say, based on the results of this conclusive report, all charges should be dropped against me and others. This will be a complete, all caps, exoneration. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So there's that. So that'll be probably carried on every news outlet because... Well, they're probably curious of what he's got. I I think so. Um, I think the duration will be the question. How long do they keep them? They probably once they start, they won't stop. They'll just keep. They'll just keep running. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. From the you want a little footnote on this one? Sure. So we were talking about golf courses, and he Trump has a golf course. Yeah, so our guess is that it's going to be probably in at the golf course resort. But yeah. uh, the the Daily Mail from the <laughs> I, I would call this from the kick him while he's down file. They they published photos of Ivana's Trump Ivana Trump's grave, which is at Bedminster okay. on the golf course. Okay, and there's it's the, at the golf course. It's at the golf oh. course. The grave of Donald Trump's first wife Ivana is uh, Daily Mail reports overgrown with weeds. Ivana passed away last year, sure. laid to rest yeah. at, the, at the Trump National Golf Course in New Jersey. Uh, they say, they, and they have photos, her headstone is barely visible, and uh, they have a video that there are weeds growing around it. <laughs> now, I think that's kind of cheap shot there. I also think it's kind of weird that you have uh, anybody buried in a <laughs> golf course. Doesn't everyone want to be buried on a golf course? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the 19th hole over there. Yeah. Just, just six feet under... Yeah. Yeah. So the Daily Mail saying it's a poorly more maintained grave. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, so look forward maybe to ask about uh, that, that at the news conference. Yeah. When are you going to mow the lawn here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Because that's going to be 11 on Monday. Yeah. 11 o'clock right, Monday. We'll so set our alarm clocks yep. for that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, Trump and uh, some of the other things related to him, uh, the Capitol riot, uh, there's still a lot of people that are being charged uh, for this. Oh, yeah. Uh, as it, I mean, it happened a while ago, but they're still, yeah, they're going through all of that. Uh, and somebody here in Michigan, Michigan guilty. Man. That's right. Michigan man pleaded guilty on Tuesday to assaulting a police officer during the January 6, 2021 riots at the U.S. Capitol. Matthew Thomas Kroll, a 64-year-old man of Linden, Michigan, entered the plea in the District of Columbia to a felony count of assaulting resisting and, or impeding certain officers during uh, uh, during that event. Kroll is scheduled to be sentenced on December 15th. He's still in jail. Federal prosecutors say Kroll threw a water bottle at police officers, pulled other civilians out of his way, and attacked an officer with the Metro Police Department, grabbing the officer, spinning him around, mm-hmm. grabbing his baton, using it to hit other officers. Oh, wow. Uh, he was arrested on February 22nd uh, in 2022 in Linden. Uh, he is a self-professed past leader of the Genesee County Volunteer Militia. He was also apparently in contact with those who were plotting to kidnap the governor. So the um, they kind of threw the book at him. Wow. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, staying in Michigan, uh, and if you've ever been pulled over by uh, Michigan State Police <laughs> or ever seen their vehicles... Uh, they're pretty, I, I think they're pretty cool and they're pretty slick. What do you like most about the Michigan State Police vehicles? Uh, first, I like the logo. Okay. Uh, I, li- I like the logo. I also like the uh, the little stop 
sign thing, mm. the little thing that goes across yep. the hood. <laughs> yeah. I think that's pretty slick because it, it serves <laughs> multiple purposes because yeah. they're able, if they're able to block a road, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of go on the side there and block the road and then boom, stop sign built in. Yeah. The light on top. I like the light on top. It is, uh, it, it gets a little uh, blinding when I'm yeah. driving down the road and I see that wee wee wee. But it's, it's iconic. See, and and I think that's the iconic part. It's the it's that light mm-hmm. because when I first saw those, it it's like oh, huh that that looks like a throwback. That's a little bit retro. Yeah, and they still look a little top heavy, but it's a it's a very recognizable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. symbol. Well, that's changing a little bit. Yeah, they're uh, they're making it a little more low profile from what it looks like, and uh, even more. Uh, I, I guess you'd call it energy efficient, <laughs> but also safe because it's going to be a lot brighter. Yeah. So uh, they posted on social media yesterday. In the upcoming weeks, you may notice a different look to our iconic bubble. We're excited to introduce a redesigned beacon for our Chevy Tahoe PPV fleet with new and innovative technologies that increase visibility for added officer safety. Obviously, that results in public safety as well. So they say the new features include uh, a 360-degree scene. They, mm. they have a front takedown, alley, and reverse lighting, white lighting around the entire vehicle. Oh, wow. So so you've seen the, the cool cars as they're cruising, like yeah, in L.A., man. Hollywood, and everything. <laughs> you just, Fast and the Furious. Fast and the Furious. Yeah. You've got the lights underneath the neon or whatever it is. I don't know. It's probably not neon. But anyway, it's bright. Yeah, now the police cruisers are going to have that. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So, uh, this, But it, it serves a purpose. It's additional, that safety. Additional, additional safety. visibility. That's yeah. right. During incident management, investigations, search and recovery efforts. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff happens at night. Uh, they also have the 360-degree warning light uh, which is off angle and they say the reflectors provide for a full 360 degree coverage of emergency lighting provider providing better off angle coverage during traffic stops and clearing intersections oh my yeah that's pretty cool yeah so let's see they have the new modernized beacon which remember i said it was top heavy they've reduced it by three inches so it's three inches shorter yeah, and I was looking at that. It's forty-two percent more LED lights, so it's going to be super bright. But I, I didn't realize that uh, with the other one that they had, yeah. the older one, they couldn't get to a, in a traditional uh, garage door. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of funny. So now this lower <laughs> profile, that three inches, now they can fit. Yeah. What yeah. did they do before? They had big, probably bigger garage doors at most uh, state police posts. Well, but. and and think about the extra cost that incurs. Yeah, it's like you have a standard garage door. Nope, yeah. need a bigger one. Like you can do it with the smaller cruisers, but the bigger SUV ones, we can't fit you in there. Now you know why some of the troopers they have their cars always parked outside because right. you can't get them inside. Yeah. Because the the light's too tall. So lower profile, allowing members to enter facilities with standard garage openings. Uh, yeah. Energy efficient, more mm-hmm. safety, better look. Yeah. I just want to see one of those, like, I just want to go to the parking lot somewhere <laughs> with a brand new one. Yeah. It would, like, turn all the lights off and then just turn every light on that mm. thing on just to see how cool it is. So Yeah, that'd maybe, be fun. Maybe we'll find out if our uh, our local state police post when they uh, end up getting those and we'll, we'll get a good look. We maybe. could do that. We could, and, you know, what they always hide are the sound improvements. Oh, yeah. I love the sound improvements, especially when they do that very guttural, low-frequency, you know, and it's like, oh, oh, my God, is the earth shattering here? What's going on? Or are they pulling me over? 
That's just, there's a siren that does that? Oh, yeah. They have the low-frequency ones. Oh. Yeah. I thought that was just the guy playing uh, loud music in his car. That was me, yeah. The, <laughs> the shaking, the, the, the trunk shakers. Oh, yeah. Those are great. We'll have to get a tour. Maybe they should install those. Some trunk shaking some trunk uh, speakers in there. I like that. I like that. <laughs> we don't need this shotgun and this riot gear. Yeah, Put no, the trunk shakers in. We need some Pioneer, some big old subs in there. Like uh, it's like that. Uh, what was that? Pimp my ride show that exhibit was on. That's what we need. Yeah, <laughs> get exhibit to come and uh, check that out. out. Yeah, don't do that. Don't no. drink coffee while listening to this fine award winning program. No, you, you might, must. You must. You might do one of those spit takes. Yeah. We don't. We don't want that. Oh dear. Uh, but no, that's pretty exciting. So uh, we'll have to, uh, get a good look at that when uh, those do come around. We're inviting all Michigan State Police. If you want to give us a tour, your new vehicle. Please. Yeah, that'd be Let great. Yeah, stop by here. We'll go uh, the back 40 or yeah. wherever. There's not a lot of light here in the parking lot and uh, light that thing up. We'll that'd do it. Great. You guys have been uh, busy. Oh, man. Lots of news been happening. You know, for August, you know, usually the news kind of slows down. Sure. I mean, it starts at the federal level because Congress goes on recess yeah. for the whole month of August. So it's like, okay, let's take our cue. Let's all slow down. No. News. Yeah, it's state and stuff. Like, yeah, we're not doing much. Yeah, Always on. going on. Yeah, yeah, but there's been a lot. Yeah. Uh, Dwajak is honoring a former police chief. This is cool. Yeah, the city of Dwajak planning to dedicate its police station to former Chief George Grady this month. Grady was appointed acting chief by the city of Dwajak in August of 1964, making him Michigan's first black police chief and only the second black police chief in the United States. And wow. City of, yeah, the city of Dwajak will honor his legacy by dedicating the Chief George L. Grady police station with a ceremony on Thursday, August 24th. That's awesome. Yeah, that will be nice. He was born and raised in Dwajak before joining the Navy during the Korean War. He served as a deep sea diver during his time in Korea, one of the first African Americans to perform that duty. Wow. Yeah, can you imagine? This guy's a pioneer. I'm telling you, going to war, being a deep sea diver. Yeah. Overcoming some of the racial tensions that are happening at the mm -hmm. time. When he returned to Dwajak after the war, he joined the police department one year after being named acting chief. He became the chief and served for 10 years. He stepped down in 1974 due to health issues and unfortunately died in 1977. Dedication ceremony will feature remarks from former Grand Rapids Chief of Police Eric Payne, a Dwajak native. That's awesome. Happened on Thursday, August 24th. Great stuff happening in Dwajak. Uh, also, uh, in St. Joe, uh, we've got some commissioners, or is this Benton Harbor? The commissioners, uh, as we we know, the uh, the wonderful uh, collaboration yeah. with this uh, monument. So, uh, commissioners in St. Joe have approved some, uh, some more things. Right, landscaping plan for the new Unified Civic Monuments Project in St. Joseph. As you mentioned, Johnny, the Unified Civic Monuments one in St. Joe, mm -hmm. one in Benton Harbor. This is the St. Joe one. They've approved the landscaping at a city meeting this week. They heard from Garth Woodruff of Rootbound, a landscaping design firm. He said the plan uh, will make way for the monument is to remove two trees from the Arboretum, but oh, okay. replace them with four new trees arranged in a way that will make the monument more visible. No two, So two trees gone, Taking two trees, trees out, four trees coming back. Okay. That's a, that's a positive gain of two trees. I like it. Yeah, so that'll be nice. I think it's not, the, the Woodruff says, I think it's not only going to help this monument be able to stand out a mm -hmm. little bit, but will definitely open up the views of the trestle bridge and the river mm. and some of the history that we have here. Now, Woodruff also said there will be an ADA ramp 
for better accessibility. The Unified Civic Monuments Project is seeking to place monuments to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. in both yeah. St. Joseph and Benton Harbor. It's still in its final fundraising stretch right now. The goal is to start work this year and the unveiling next year. I like it. Yeah, they they pretty much approved a lot of those plans. And now that they're getting down to the landscaping plan, oh, yeah. then they're like, oh, yeah, we're really we're ready to do Moving this. Moving forward. Uh, this is really good. So looking forward to uh, seeing those uh, be in the community for a very long time. Yep. And I'm looking forward to seeing those four trees. Yeah. What are they going to do with the other two? Are they going to move them somewhere? Maybe, Maybe they'll just rearrange them. Maybe they'll take them to your house. Maybe. They, well, they could. They absolutely could. But I would imagine the trees are, you know, just oh, going to yeah. be moved a little bit. Okay. Rearrange. It's like Free. moving the furniture. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, some other things going on. Uh, what's going on over at Whirlpool? Little business update. Whirlpool declared a quarterly dividend yesterday. The board of directors of Whirlpool Corporation uh, declared a quarterly dividend of $1.75 per share on the company's common stock. The dividend is payable on September 15 of this year to okay. stockholders of record as of the close of business on August 25th. So people like to hear about the dividends. That's money. Yeah, money. Nice to have the uh, <laughs> the money coming to you in a positive way. Yeah. Um, how'd you like to be the one guy that just has one share? <laughs> you Here, get a check for here's a dollar seventy five. Yeah. But for those that have uh, a good amount of shares, that's that's a good chunk of change. You could uh, use it to buy a, a lotto ticket. You still need twenty five cents. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. You need two bucks. <sighs> it's a dig in the. Uh, Dig in the cup holders the or uh, there, yeah. in the couch and find something. Do cars still have ashtrays? Do they come with ashtrays anymore? No, and uh, they don't have the, the they've got the, they still got the spot, I think. The for socket the, for the power. For the power yeah. that would used to be the cigarette lighter. Um, but yeah, no, most of those don't come anymore. I, I think you can good. still order it as an option. So uh, can you get the one that whenever you reach in, you cut your hand trying to get the quarter out? Oh, yeah. That, that has the little top <laughs> the on little it. Top oh, on yeah. It scrapes the knuckles. Oh, that always hurt. <laughs> they, you know, the engineers, what are you doing yeah. when you do that? Oh, it's got to be sleek. It's got to pull out and pop out. And it's got that. Uh, yeah, I don't know why it always had that extra little thing on top. Maybe uh, when it was an ashtray, it was so that it didn't light the dashboard on fire. Well, I think you could either set your cigarette in it, mm. or you could, it looked like it had a grate so you could stamp it out. You could like put out your sure. butt there. Yeah. I don't know. Still Stupid with, stuff. with car design, if you're talking engineering, I, I really still think that the pop-out windows. Oh, the to, little wing windows? Yeah, the little wing windows. Yeah. Those need to come back. Yeah, those were great. Because those are like natural air conditioning. Very much so. But probably not good safety-wise. They didn't do good for security. I think, I think people were perfectly fine. I think people were able to pop those windows out and then reach in and unlock the door. Oh, that's the security stuff. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty important. It makes a lot of sense because right now when you put down the windows, I find you always have to put down both the front window and the back window. Otherwise, you get that weird reverberation. The- yeah. 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 I don't like the it. The wing windows prevented that. Never happened. Mm-hmm. Come on, Detroit. On engineers, we need to we need to make this happen. Bring yeah. back the nostalgia. I like it. Uh, this is interesting. Yeah. Uh, now for something totally different. <laughs> uh, there's now an app. We've been talking about AI a lot. Yes. And there's AI all kinds of things. Now there's even some people that are uh, there's AI radio uh, uh, in some cases uh, and all kinds of different things. Now there's AI Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can you can text with Jesus if you would Come like. On. Yes, this is a real thing. It's actually an AI-powered chat bot uh, that will mimic 
a messaging platform and lets you text with Jesus mm. or Moses okay. or any of the apostles uh, for uh, if you want to do that. You can, can I get Simon the Zealot? You probably could. Okay. Uh, you can uh, ask them anything, and okay. they'll, they'll respond with at least one Bible verse weaved into the message. Hmm. Uh, now, some are saying it's uh, it's blasphemous. Oh, okay. Uh, it costs uh, two ninety nine if you want to. You have to buy it. Yeah, you got to pay two dollars. Wait a second. Where's that money going? Uh, I don't know. The app that's developer. A good, that's a good question. <laughs> If uh, you don't want to talk with uh, Jesus or Moses or any of the apostles, okay. they do have a chat with Satan feature. Oh, they do not. It's a thing. <laughs> oh, man. This is where I thought, you know, okay, <laughs> when you ask the question, is AI good or bad for us? Well, yeah. this is one where I'm like, you know, when it's, yes, it's good if it's in the right hands. <sighs> this, I feel like it's in the wrong hands. I would say so. Um, I would say so. I mean, everyone, when you think about AI, the darkest fear is, oh, well, it's the machines taking over the world. Mm -hmm. This is bad. Mm -hmm. And and now you're tying Satan to AI? Yeah. That doesn't seem like a good idea. But they do say that uh, if you do text with Satan, uh, every one, every of the text is signed with a smiley face with the horn emoji. So there you I, go. I'm just picturing the little Satan, the little devil and the little angel over your shoulders. Yeah, that's what hey, it feels like. Yeah. Should I have another donut? Could I really have a donut? And the angel's like, no, no, no. You know, you shouldn't do that. And Satan's like, yeah, eat it. It's so weird. Like, it, it, you, <laughs> this kind of feels like somebody that if you don't have friends, you're like, well, no one will text me back. But I know who will text me back. Uh, Jesus. That's just a bad idea or peter that's or funny any though of those people i like it it is interesting yeah yeah so if you want to get that 299 apparently I, I don't know if that's in your app store or if you got to go online but if you want to want to look it up feel free to google that yeah i mean it, it you know i guess i guess they feel like they're safe with the information mm-hmm. volumes that they have powering the ai because ai is only up to what 2021 yeah the information that was available at 2021 Bible hasn't changed much right. for a few centuries, so yeah. I guess it's okay. It's all there. I want to text with like a president. Oh, that'd be fun. Like George Washington or something yeah. like that. That'd be fun. What do you think about this cherry tree, George? Yeah. <laughs> Should we what, chop it? Should what, we chop it down? What cherry tree? <laughs> I yeah, get him to come to St. Joe. He'll I chop do down it. those trees for us. I didn't do it. <laughs> you can be part of the show anytime. You want to talk about uh, anything, you feel free to uh, give us a call because, well, when we're not on the air, we're talking about all kinds of well, other stuff as well. we're solving world problems. We're solving world problems. Yeah, I don't, I don't think... Uh, no? Those are one of those ideas that goes on the cutting room floor, I think. Uh, we're anyways. talking about the bus the bus driver shortage. It's not It's not just local. It's, it's national. Yeah. And I'm curious how they haven't figured out a way to solve this yet and maybe it just comes down to money yeah kids have been going to school for quite some time you think uh, and yeah. bus driving has been happening for a long time i know when you were in school you walked up there was a horse ways, and, i did and, and the, the horse snow, and buggy picked horse you and buggy, up yeah yeah so you didn't have school bus issues <laughs> the best part was was when you got to ride the horse right yeah Exactly. Then they invented cars, and then you're like, oh, man, this would have been a lot easier to get me to school every day. But seriously, why not autonomous buses? So you're telling me no no driver? No bus driver. The bus still exists. You can put a mannequin in there if you want, but, you know, if if we're going to have year after year after year after year a shortage of bus drivers, why not have 
They're building autonomous cars. Other mm-hmm. countries have it. Why don't we do autonomous buses here for school? So as a parent, you would be okay with putting your kid on a bus with a, ro- with a robot? As long it. as the kid could not have access to haywire the system. Because mm. I think that's the that's the problem. The kids are going to get on there and start shaking the bus. Yeah. And ha- harassing the autonomous driver. Yeah, yeah, I think that wouldn't be good. And then you'd have to have like a robot that would have to be like the, the person down, watching please. the kids. Yeah. Keep your hands inside the window. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if people would be okay with that. I couldn't, because I know how I was on the bus. <laughs> I was screwing around all the time. Oh, dear. And I was the one that always had to sit up by the bus driver because yeah. she was like, I need to keep a close eye on you. <laughs> and it, probably a good time to do our public service announcement here for, mm-hmm. for buses because now that kids are going back to school and the buses are getting more prevalent on the roadway, when the little stop signs come out and the lights turn red, that means stop. Yep. It doesn't mean gun it and try to get around. Those are kids. Yeah, and be, be mi- yeah, be mindful of not only that, but also uh, when you're when you're leaving the house, be mindful of you may need to leave a little bit early because you may, uh, you know, get behind a bus and yeah. get stuck and be on that route. So don't be one of those people yeah. that's like trying to rush to work and then you're trying to go around a bus. Not a good idea. Not and again, full circle to the autonomous bus driver mm-hmm. when the red lights go out. If they, if they have an autonomous thing, mm-hmm. it can have a little turret that goes up out of the roof. And has a laser beam that targets drivers that are trying to go around. And like, like makes the car not work it anymore? It blows up their engines. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You try to get around while the kids are trying to cross the street, you're going to blow up your engine. I think you play too many video games, man. Oh. <laughs> Boy, wait, is this real life? <laughs> or you watch too many sci-fi movies. I don't know. I mean, the, the autonomous bus driver thing, I don't... <sighs> yeah. I don't know if I'd feel okay with that because I do know how kids are and they would, they would mess with something. Mm. Not having somebody watching over them. Plexiglass and cameras. Yeah, because I'm not even thinking about the malfunctioning of, of how a robot could have <laughs> yeah. an issue and cause oh, like a, a bully on the bus. Yeah. Oh. So okay. We'll, electric we'll, electric uh, you know connectors for on the seatbelts. Maybe. <laughs> you should say Johnny. Just to strap the kid in and tase him. Behaving. Jeez. Maybe not that. Maybe not that. This is where ideas, you know, you, we're brainstorming here. Yeah, you got to so brainstorm. That's, that's okay. Got to brainstorm. Brainstorm. Uh, other things going on in the news that people are talking about, the uh, state issuing, uh, speaking of schools, yeah. some pest management. Uh, as Michigan children return to school, summer break coming, unfortunately, to a close, Michigan Department of Agriculture and Rural Development is reminding schools to practice safe, integrated pest management. It's known as IPM, Integrated Pest Management in spaces where students learn and play. School districts using uh, these techniques can reduce, they say, the spread of pests. Not talking about students, talking Mm -hmm. about rats, mice, cockroaches, ants, in Johnny's case, snakes, while practicing smart pest control that doesn't rely solely on chemical intervention. Mike Phillip, the director of MDARD's Pesticide and Plant Pest Management Division, says pesticide applications are just one of many pest management tools in the toolbox available to schools. He says integrated pest management uses a variety of techniques to combat pests while improving management, lowering costs, and protecting the health and safety of people and the environment. All right. Yeah, so they're basically saying, don't spread chemicals around. Mm -hmm. Fix the holes in the walls before you start spraying for pests. They say, fix the holes in the windows, window screens, repair damaged door sweeps, seal holes where pipes and supply lines enter the buildings, because that's all the areas where 
pests can come in and bug the kids while they're trying to learn. Absolutely. No, it's just like having a school pet. Yeah. <laughs> Little cockroaches. Yeah, you have the class pet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what what do you have? Do you have a guinea pig? No, we've got we've got cockroaches and mice. They also say some of it is on the students. Um yeah. make sure you have the trash cans out so they can practice good sanitation. Uh remove food sources from the pests like uh uh you know, lunch rooms, clean up that food debris. Mm-hmm. Uh anytime you have food stored in pest proof containers yeah don't don't hide snacks in your desks no don't do that no you're gonna forget about them and then you'll attract something and then you open up that desk and then a a mouse will jump out at you yeah mice or or ants once you get those little sugar ants in Mm. hard to get rid of oh yeah definitely uh this is another uh good idea maybe okay uh u.s government just spent 1.2 billion (sighs) dollars on a giant vacuum cleaner who won the lotto there that uh they say quote unquote might save the environment. <laughs> Might. They, they, this next generation technology, uh, a lot of money uh, going into it, and they say it might work. So they call it direct air capture. Basically, it's a giant air treatment plant that sucks the greenhouse gases out of the sky. Huh. But... It's more in theory. They've kind of they've, they've kind of tested this out, but not, I think, to this large scale. Um it's so, a one point two billion, billion dollar vacuum. Vacuum, yeah, and it's. Do you have to change the bag on that? I don't think so. Wow, I think it's a bagless. What do you do with it once you? I mean, okay, so it's in the. Let's say, let's say it works, mm-hmm, and, and it, it sucks the, sucks the bad the air out. ozone or whatever it is out of the out of the atmosphere. What's it do with it? That's a good question. No, I don't even think they know what they're. They're like, well, it's going to suck the air out. <laughs> it uh, what does it theory. do afterwards? <laughs> hmm, it's in theory. They've already. They're. Uh, they. They are going to build these in Texas and Louisiana okay, and test them out and see what happens. Air treatment. So just like we have water treatment plants, mm-hmm. returning water back to the environment or to use or whatever, gray water. I love the idea. Yeah. I mean, I just want to see if it works. At least people are thinking about it. Yeah. They've got the, you know, they got the, the filters that you can put in the house, the, the HEPA filters and all that kind yeah. of circulate the air and purify the air. Now they're just going bigger. Huh. A $1.2 billion vacuum. Yep. Okay. You can pick it up for Christmas if you want. <laughs> Where do you plug that in? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Is that get a long enough extension cord? I, I hope to so. To go around the entire globe? Uh, Jeez, so got to burn a lot of coal to power the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just because it doesn't of work cycle. if it's coal powered. All right, fine.